guys, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 49. Wow. Get close. Um, today we have a really fun and a little bit scary story time about the time that we accidentally almost leaked Smash Ultimate. Well, it didn't happen. I said but almost. There was a lot of stress, a lot of fear. I said accidentally almost. A lot of frantic messages. It was yes. it was almost a, a really terrifying close moment. call close call uh, yes. <laughs> episode 49 also could be known as the week before sonic week that's right which it's, i can't believe is going to be the 50th episode i was just going to say how did that how did the stars align we're for either that blessed or cursed depending we're on how you look both. at it um but yeah it's very exciting that somehow fifty thousand subscribers happened late last year sonic week is happening next week at fifty thousand episodes I don't know, numerologists out there. Tell us if we're <laughs> blessed or cursed. <laughs> but we're very excited yes. about Sonic Week, though. Uh, the Sonic Week schedule is set. Mm -hmm. um, we can just go through it right now. It's happening next week. Ooh. We have something happening every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. So yeah. let, let's just take a look. Monday, uh, we will be pushing up Super Kitten Krista 64 by a day to get things started. You know... We're familiar with Sonic. We haven't yeah. played every single Sonic game. Um, we are remedying that. We are doing um, quick plays of eight. Sort of the essential eight. Um, essential. I don't know how we decided on whether they're essential well, or not. There's some that are controversial that we've chosen. Yeah, some that were like controversial when they came out. Some that are legit, you know, our, our wonderful community yeah. have legit told us these are right. good We're games. playing the, ori play the original them. 2D Genesis games. Right. Of course, yeah. we have both of the Sonic Adventure games, mm -hmm. which I'm actually extremely curious I'm to play curious those. I'm curious about. We have Sonic Colors. We have Sonic Colors. The one, which the, is the one that everyone tells me that I would yeah. love. The one that you might raise an eyebrow on. We got Sonic 06. I want to see Sonic kiss that lady, okay? We're gonna, the real life lady? I want to see that. have been talking about the real life lady and the kissing for like weeks now. That's the reason this game exists. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very I, I shared this. this list with our Sonic consultant, Katie of Sega, of yes. uh, Sonic Twitter fame. She said, mm, I don't know about that. But I said, oh. I told her, we got to be thorough, okay? Yeah, you got to go. The, That's the, what matters. You got to cover the spectrum. Right. Um, speaking of Katie. Yes. Um, moving along your schedule. Well, we have Wednesday. Don't forget Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. And Wednesday. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. <laughs> We, we really just messed this up. I'm we just sorry. Okay. Right to Thursday. So, so Monday, we're playing all these Sonic games for the first time. We'll be having a quick reaction. Quick impressions. As we play. Quick reactions. Okay. Tuesday. Though. Tuesday, we are going back to the same list of games and uh, judging the music because the music is I, I've heard iconic. Um, such an iconic part yeah. of Sonic games. Uh, we, and you have also admitted that the music in Sonic games you like. Well, I will. Green Green Hill Zone from the original is like. I, I respect that a lot. It's, so, it's a very good song. This, so, will, this will this, be good to listen yeah. to some of the other, you know, iconic music tracks yeah. from these games that we've just played and, right. and given our impressions on and see if that shifts your game rankings because right. music is a big part of it. I admit beyond beyond that or, or some of the, the music from the very, very early games, I'm not super familiar with it. Blind spot so, so, so we're going to learn. We we're going to educate see, ourselves. And we're going to listen and we are going to rate it. Yes. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be streaming mm -hmm. Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, and there's, this game actually has gotten some good right. reviews and accolades. People, and like, people this like this game. People like this game. And we're going to start from the beginning and or like close to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And just... Stream for a bit and see how we do. Yeah. See how we get along. Yeah. Um, Thursday is the big podcast day. It's going to be a like 90% all Sonic. I think so. I mean, we, yeah. might, we might have some new stuff to talk about. Right, right. But um, maybe there's more Sonic news. Right. 
big, big segment with Katie um, of Sega, who we just mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing sort of a point-counterpoint sharing our history with mm -hmm. Sonic and how we got, again, to these two different places. Yeah. Um, Want to hear about, you know, what she's doing um, with Sega, all the exciting things that are happening with Sonic. Yeah, it's going to um, be fun. I know people are very excited to have her on. Um, she's, she's so, she's so Very nice. graciously uh, yeah. agreed. Yes. Yeah, she'll, she'll guide us through. Um, all of our Sonic questions, right. and she is also very, very, <laughs> she's a very, like, understanding person, so she has dealt with you <laughs> and your negativity. I'm a delight, how dare you? You, you should know this by now. No, you're, I know that you're, you're the You're gonna opposite. learn! <laughs> oh no, I'm a delight! As I pound the table. I know, right? So aggressive. <laughs> Say I'm wonderful. Um, and then Friday, Yes. having a fun little movie night on we're, Friday. We're doing a movie watch-along. Um, to the first mm -hmm. Sonic movie, which you, yeah, you've seen the second, but not the first. I've seen the first, but not the second. So I'll see. Oh, the, I'll so see the first one again. With you've you. already seen this. Yeah, but I'll see oh, it again with you. Okay. It's okay. Um, well, you you were you were really I like adamant. I, I really like this one. that we do it with this one and not the second one. Yeah, because the first one's San Francisco. The chronology. Uh, no, because the lore. it's in San Francisco. All right, fine. And I want to see it with you. Um, it's all new to me. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we're gonna record a thing where you know you can you can watch along. You just hit play. Hit the same play time. At the same time we hit play. Sync it up. We'll like put a little timer up. Yeah. And then you can watch along with us. We're just gonna be hanging out and like watching the movie and like you know enjoying our Friday night. Right. So right, right. Good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it. I'm really happy with how the week uh, shaped up. Oh my gosh. And, uh, yeah. We're we're starting to record some of this this week to get ahead of it because there's so much. There's so much. It's a packed week. It's gonna be busy, busy. Um. I hope you all enjoy it. Yeah, and of course, you know, everything that we do on this channel, Sonic Week is made possible by our wonderful <laughs> Patreon subscribers. They've been very helpful as well as we are coming up with ideas for Sonic Week. We have a really fun Sonic channel in our Discord right now that's popping off all the time with all of these great suggestions. Our superstars are helping us develop the schedule for the week. So thank you guys so much. Um, you're the best. If you want to join our amazing community, we are at patreon.com slash Krista. Join for as little as $2 a month. There's lots of other cool benefits yeah. as well. And got a shout out. We also have a Patreon goal to get us back to Japan yes! in the summertime. It's, go! it's going great. Um, great. All of our Patreon subscribers immediately uh, go right into that. So that's yeah. a way you can so help us. So they're already helping us. But if you have not joined us yet, please, please, please consider supporting us to help us get back to Japan so we can make all sorts of cool content. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. There's Beyond Sonic Week. We did do something else with Mario opposite. Of Sonic. There were some suggestions of doing like compare and contrast Mario with Sonic. I I I can't put Mario into Sonic Week. That's true. I think Sonic Week needs to be spotlighted. Focused I feel like that would be Sonic. a cop out for me to introduce Mario into yeah, Sonic Week. Exactly. And make it about Mario. No, it won't be. Yeah. A, it's not about Mario. I mean, my life has been about Mario. It's not about you. It's not about I Mario. Give, I guess I can give Sonic a week. It's about Sonic. Yeah. It's not about you. Right. It's about Sonic, not Mario, <laughs> not you, or Mario, or Mario and you. It's about you and Sonic. What about Sonic. you? I'm here too. <laughs> but anyways, before we delve deep into the bowels of Sonic Week, we did have one last breath with Mario, and we did a fun Mario multiverse bingo battle. Right. Which um, was really fun. Like, I definitely didn't think this was possible until we did this video, but it is. We had one bingo board, and we used the same board, both of us, across two different Mario games. Yeah. It's a big idea. 
Um, some people did have some suggestions about, you say you could do it with Metroid, 2D Metroid games, oh, potentially. Metroid is a great idea. Um, I think you could probably do that. I like that. Um, some people suggested like Splatoon games, single player. You might okay, be able to do maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe there's some other, some other options um, yeah. of how to do this. Uh, this was of course the first challenge for us of 2023. 2023. I shan't spoil the result. You'll yes. just have Watch to. Watch the video and find out who has taken the first yeah. challenge. One Reset the challenge board. One of us got off to a hot start for 2023. It's not over till the fat lady sings, as they say. What? 2023 just started. Oh, It's not all right. over until it's over. <laughs> Anyways. I see. That video is live now, so please check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, it is very, very fun. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this on a, a Monday, our usual recording day, mm -hmm. which it's happened to be a holiday yeah. in the U.S. Martin Luther Not King Day. Though. We're still here, working um, away, toiling away. Well, maybe the reason we uh, agreed to do that is because at Nintendo, this is just a fun little aside. Until very late in our careers at Nintendo, it was super late. Like we didn't get that day off. It was like. I want to say like four years ago. It was like 2018 or something. Something 20, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like way later than you would think. And it was a little bit shameful that we would not yeah, get this I was like, I, do, I was like, I don't know any other company. I know. Where like, you know, people who go into an office like are not getting Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King Day King off. off. Yeah. yeah. And I think the way they did it was like, they strange. just, they just moved. Like, I think we had like two president's days or something. They moved one. Like, we don't have any president's day I'm sorry, we didn't get those at all. Yeah. So they. A little light on the holidays. Jeez. They were really light on our U.S. holidays, but they were like real heavy on the Japanese holidays. The they, bank holidays in Europe too. The bank holidays in yeah. Europe. There, it was like every day was a bank holiday. Do not How interrupt. How many bank holidays do you have? The bank holidays. They're just napping at the yeah. bank. What? <laughs> oh, Japan no. Japan, too, was like Golden Week, Silver Week, Grandparents' Day, yeah. Girls' Day, Boys' Day. Well, all the days. <laughs> it always seemed like in Japan, like, the subtext was people don't feel comfortable taking days off. That's true. So the government has, has to, to like, step in and make a million holidays. very sad. Which is um, it's a little iffy and um, bizarre. Sad. It's sad. Don't um, do that. Take your holidays. Take your vacation days. Because yeah, yeah. It's the, take the days off. The takeaway. Exactly. But anyways, we used to never get this day off, so now we're here once again. <laughs> Working um, away. Yes. But it's okay because this is a fun job, so it doesn't matter. we got a busy week. Uh, some of you, speaking of holidays and Me? vacations. or you? Not you. Uh, some of our viewers slash listeners oh. might be taking a vacation day on Friday to play Fire Emblem Engage. Look at that segue. I just Ooh. I just blew your mind with that segue. Fire Emblem Engage Day. For our Never a Minute segment, um, we are doing a pre-launch. We might we might need to do a post-launch one later. Like to when remedy we, the when list. we fully yeah. get exposed, <laughs> we are doing um, our husbando and waifu rankings. That's right. For the That's game. Right. For the game. Yes. So we basically chose for each other um, five lovely characters mm -hmm. for the other person to rank, and then we're going to come up with a definitive. We're going to we're going to merge list. the list. That's right. And have a top ten. That's right. Yes. But we we I have five beautiful characters, and you have five oh, beautiful characters. I, for me I to absolutely look at, do. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, should I get started first? Uh, yeah, why don't we just take turns uh, until okay. we get through the 10 here, just take, taking a look at what we got. Okay, my yeah. first character is Chloe, mm. who is a Lance Pegasus. New character in Engage. I'm showing you a photo of it. I do I do right have uh, a thing for the Pegasus characters. <laughs> to, I don't I don't know what type. I don't know why, but I, do. Type but I do. typical Pegasus writer. But I do. Yeah. She's a good-looking woman. Uh, yes. Yeah. I would agree. Um, all right. 
for you. Mm, for me. And hopefully you have the um, opposite of this. Um, oh, I don't have Boy Alir, the main character. I you don't? I don't have the main character. Oh, well, this is going to be an awkward list then. Because I I already knew that you disliked it, like, severely. Well, you can still put it on the list. Oh, I wanted yeah. to give you ones that you would definitely like. So well, I, I haven't heard your, your feelings on, on uh, I don't like Boy Alir. Well, maybe, maybe Boy Alir can be at the bottom. Let me look at Boy Alir again. Yeah. Ugh, no thank you. The bi-colored hair style is I think not it's, cute. It, right. I, I, I don't like the, the mismatch either, but I feel like it's the, the like crisscross yeah. hair over the eyes. It's like a little too like symmetrical. Because it's, the eyes are also, it's like too much, like my eyes are crossing looking at this. Their eyes are two different colors too. I realize that. It's very strange. I'm also not a fan of like the white leather tuxedo or whatever. There's a lot of like interesting fashion in this game that I've noticed yeah. as I was pulling these characters. I was like, why are they wearing like... Like these, like Victorian-looking, like collars and stuff. It's like this is a strange yeah. time period. This is like, like you're not a knight. Yeah, you're wearing like some frou-frou. This like, is out of some Vegas show here. You're or like something. Louis the XIV or something. You're in like the Versailles court. Like what's going on? Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Okay. So that's a that's a that's a no. Yeah. Um, your next one is. The Ivy. Ivy, the okay. princess of Elusia. Now, what is this thing on her head? What's this called? A fascinator. What what I, is what is that called? A that is, is that a veil? I, I mean, it looks like a manhole cover, <laughs> affixed to the top of her. It head. It looks like she's about to like hibachi, and she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Let me take my hat off to grill some meats." Yeah. Actually, that would be pretty useful. So maybe yeah. that's like extra points. Um, it must be. I don't know. See again, the fashion in this game a little. So you can see she has red eyes. She which has is, purple eyes. Let me take a closer look at this. Mm, oh, they're zoom, red. Zoom, yeah. Okay. Enhance. Light. Okay. Interesting. I think her face is pretty behind the hibachi girl. Yeah, I'm interested. And she's got like sort of like a, a black feather ruffle thing. Yeah, yeah. It looks kind of like a little bit like dark and yeah. mysterious. All right. It, it is very mysterious, but, okay. I'm, but I'm intrigued. Okay, all right. So that um, is that is a not a not a total like ill. No. All right. Uh, next for you. Mm. I believe this is, there are a lot of French sounding names. Louis. So, so I think this is, I think it's Louis. Louis. Because I can actually make out this Japanese, which oh. is Louis. Louis. So okay. I'm going to say his name is Louis. Oh, um, I love the smile. Louis is a heavy uh, lance armor knight. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. obviously. He's wearing a lot of armor the here. Big, a bulky to, armor. A little hard to see um, him, but. But you know. he's wearing, um, a, he's wearing a, a big, wearing a big smile. Uh, you cannot see his eyes. In this, I do closed. love people that smile like with their whole face, you know, like he, like when their eyes get all like smiley too. That's yeah. really cute. It's very endearing, and he's got kind of like a a messy, like disheveled kind of hairstyle. Yeah, like he's easygoing. Right. So that that bodes well for him. How do you feel about the heavy armor? Um, it's obviously very bulky. Yeah, but that means he's like probably buff under. You don't know. You don't know what what's but going on under there. But you have to be super strong to be able to carry around that armor. So right, my right. guess is he's got a six pack. Okay. Underneath all that Good. armor, Good. it's gonna be like a Game of Thrones scene where you're like right. taking off the armor for like thirty five minutes, <laughs> and I'm like making like dinner. <laughs> you seem you seem to have a positive impression. I'm of a positive okay. impression of. I do like the smile a lot. I do like yeah, the smile. Yeah. All right. This one, I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on. Mm. This is Yunaka. Yunaka, the mysterious woman. Yeah. Um, she's got stars she's in got her, a star on her cheek on her and cheek. her and her hair, though. Yeah, it thought sometimes it it could feel a little Cirque du Soleil, but then she is pretty. The star on her face, like 
It just looks like she got like a sticker on her face like or something. Like a stamp or something. Like yeah, a drop right. like you drew on your face. Um, yeah. Obviously, my favorite member of KISS is Paul Stanley, the oh. star child who also had a star over oh, his, his eye. eye. Over his eye. So this maybe you, maybe this, this is slightly to... different. Um, but it just kind of has, have like, have, she has yeah, like a little like yeah. performative quality to her. I right? see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, she's the mysterious woman. She we don't be know like some what the, sort of what the circus mi freak, mysterious, we don't, we don't the mystery entails, <laughs> but um, I'm intrigued. Okay. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a, Absolutely, no. Not a thumbs down. Not no, a thumbs down. No, no. Um, okay, next for you, we have oh. Vander, who... Oh, my. Now, the reason I chose... Let's, let's see what it says. Vander, um, axe-wielding knight who's on horseback. Oh, I love horseback. I chose Vander because I got sort of an Obi-Wan Kenobi vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the, this chunky beard of his mm -hmm. reminds me of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. He's um, handsome for, like, And I remember you making, making some comments about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is hot. And Ewan McGregor. Ewan so McGregor is hot. So I had to include this. Yeah. I think he's handsome. He's definitely old, though. Like, the right. white hair, that's, like... You and your seventies, dude. Like, that's but he's old. but he's got the heavy armor too. He's got he's a set. He's a, he's buff grandpa. Buff, I was yeah. gonna say he could be buff grandpa. <laughs> we we used to know somebody that was old but really buff, and we used to call him buff grandpa. Yeah. By the way, that's the context behind that inside joke. <laughs> um, he could be buff grandpa. Yeah. Um, his face is like he. This is like he's like the opposite of the guy before. He's like very hardened. He's got powerful eyebrows. He just looks like he is like gonna be so serious though yeah. about war and that's it that's like, <laughs> his only thing like i'm just gonna talk to you about war all the time and i'm like everything is a dire in dire yeah. straits yeah so I, he's not probably not very much fun to be around but just by looks wise he definitely is like a handsome are these older gentleman are these armor suspenders is this ruining the <laughs> the look for you these blue oh, yeah. things it looks weird it kind of hooks into like, yeah, what's the deal with I, that i can't see his bottom half here is but it's it like, like an like a like a <laughs> Like a saddlebag kind of situation. I mean, can I get like a rainbow version of those? The rainbow <laughs> suspenders? Those are iconic. So you put like like corn in there for the horse, or like what is it? What is it? supposed to be? I don't um, get it. That's so, okay. Seems yeah. like seems like kind of a mixed middle mixed middle reaction here, to old to old Vander. Now you you've shown me a lot of um, yeah people wearing armor. I'm going to show you also somebody wearing oh, armor. Okay. Uh, Her face is beautiful. Jade. Jade. Um, She's a heavy armored knight as okay. well. Okay. Um, but yeah, like there are, you know, characters, female and male characters in Fire Emblem that are heavy knights and she's wearing the armor too. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Um, I'm not having a great reaction to this one and I'll tell you why. It's uh -oh. a little, um, monochromatic. To oh. me. Is that the right word? Like it, there's not that many colors? Yeah. It's like her okay. hair and her eyes are the same color, which is a little, mm. and then like, like her. The, her skin tone, it all just kind of blends into like this, uh, it's like a blob. It's a little beige. A blob of, a blob of face and yeah, hair. Yeah, because she's got like, sort of like, this, her face, her eyes and hair are like blonde, yeah. right? Yeah, like so some of these characters, I mean, obviously Alir is so colorful, like some of these other characters. Yes, like she's have, really colorful too. Right, like, right. Minaka's There's a lot colorful. of contrasts. Yeah. Um, I mean, very Chloe cool. needs to say no more. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, Jade not not doing it for not me. Not doing it for no. you, and it's nothing to do with the armor. It's more so no. the the her her features. Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now you're this, supposed to choose one that. Well, I have I have one more to go here. I have a fourth. How many did you? Oh yeah, choose? yeah. Which I chose five. Good. You did too. You right? followed the directions. Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, now this is another one. I'm unclear on the um, pronunciation. I think it's Bunet. 
Oh, that's that's again. That's I'm reading the Japanese, which yeah, see, this is, is the, this is the outfit I'm talking again, about. Again, this is the, the, oh, there's so many French pronunciations. The French, like the um, Louis the Fourteenth so Versailles. Look. Let me read you the, a little description of Bounet, a royal chef. Bounet joins the list joins? of new engaged <laughs> characters as a great knight. So see? he's a, he's a chef and a great knight. So accomplished. Okay. Um, his his look, I'm like already like no, no thanks. <laughs> oh, no. Like he's so. What is cool. this called? Is this an ascot? Is no, this... it's like it's like a it's like a col I don't know what it, it is. It looks like it like buttons on. Oh no. Like you know, there's like a clip on. Dabbing your your face with your. There's like a clip on tie. This is like a kerchief. Cl a clip on whatever this is. Um, and... the outfit aside. He's very like boring looking. He's just oh. like some guy on the street that you would never. Nobody look. on the street looks like this. You would never look twice. What at that street face. are you on? Somewhere street. <laughs> I I I would never like look again. You know, it would be like it'd just be like this oh. like, forgettable, very forgettable. But the credentials of a knight chef is very interesting to me. Horseback loves horses. You love horses. I love horses, and that's like gonna be a bonus, right? That's a huge bonus. That's, that's why we okay. need to revise the list after we oh. play the game because someone right, might be right, a right, jerk, right, right, right. and then you don't like him anymore yeah. or her, or, you know, whatever. So <laughs> I'm just reading your document. It says kids. Well, this do is not a little, look. Well, don't you just don't look. Well, I'm showing. Do I'm not, showing it to you now. Do but, not but, look. but otherwise, don't look. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think if I didn't know that about him being a chef knight, it, he'd be near yeah. the bottom of the list. Okay. Unfortunately. He's got his hand out like this. He could be holding like a tray of appetizers. Oh. In the future, see. Okay. Please try these hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Please. He's amuse my bouche. Please. Please. Excuse you. Um, all right. Seemed a, little, seemed a little middle of the road as well. Yeah. The last character we both chose for each other is a returning character. A classic character who is but they, returning. But they've redesigned them, which they is do. really cool. Which is why it's important that we reevaluate. Yeah. Them. So yeah. I have Lucina for you, a very classic character. This is Lucina? Yeah. Oh, she looks quite different. I know. Um, I think better. It's... So the 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 vibe I'm getting from this, which is it, again, it's so different. I'm trying to like make sense of this. It's almost like a ninja with the scarf. Oh yeah. You know, so often there's like point. games like like Shinobi, or mm -hmm. where like the yeah. scarf is like trailing, and then it's yeah, also yeah. these like what are these like three quarter it's like the three quarter gloves? gloves? Yeah, fingerless three quarter gloves. I'm getting a real like ninja vibe I from this, like this, which I'm really liking. Yeah. I like this. The eyes are sparkling. Yeah. They look like jewels. Jewels? Look at me spin this poetry right now. You're like I'm, pitching I'm, some woo I'm to pitching, Lucina. I, I totally am. Here, um, you can talk I'm, to her. I'm, I'm into Lucina in this game. Tell I can't believe this is Lucina. Them. It looks really different. It looks good. Yeah. I think it looks great. I'm yeah. glad they redesigned some of these classic characters. All right. um, your last is not Krom. That would have been boring. It's too um, easy. We have Ike. I think Ike is so hot. <laughs> now, I know, as I was choosing this Ike one. Has, look at his arm. I knew you were going to say that. Everyone, <laughs> pay attention. This is who you look twice on the street. Do the curls. Uh, this is, um, let's see what it says. Curls for the girls. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I ha I can't say I've ever heard you say anything about Ike, good or bad, or, any or just, just yeah, you said Ike nothing. Yeah, used to be very forgettable. Now I'm like, oh, I'm not going to forget you ever. Put really? me in those arms. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, let, let's let's evaluate some other parts of Ike. Just this headband type thing, what do you think of that? that uh, take it or leave it. It's fine. The hairstyle. The hairstyle is like, not bad. It's very feathery. It's cute. It's got a K-pop, like, BTS right, right. look to it. Really um, beautiful eyes like intense eyes now you um not smiling though i was gonna say you, you gave smile at some point you gave a bit of a thumbs down um to one of our other people for having stern look on yeah, his he's face got a stern he look looks very too. he looks determined but he doesn't 
I know that's not Ike's personality. I mean, compare compare this. Well, he's again, he's to this. From his is is this just going to be Ike in like thirty years? Probably. They kind of <laughs> now that I'm looking at it, they, <laughs> they just kind of like flip the asset and <laughs> Whoa. gave him a beard and gave him some white hair. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he he definitely you know he looks like a, a warrior. You know, yeah. he's he's certainly seen he's seen he's seen a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, Crom is at the top of your like how far how how big of a separation is there between Crom and Ike? Um. Is it, is it less than we might think? Probably. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. He's got a little Lance vibe right now oh. as well. Which, you know, oh, I, could, my, I can see that. It's my new yeah. favorite. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. All Ike, right. This new redesign. I'm into it. All right. It's good stuff. Great. All right. Um, so now we have to combine into one So now, all right. List. Should we start from the bottom or should we start from the top? We should start from the bottom. And we work our way to the middle. <laughs> The boring, the boring middle. The boring middle might be the worst in the yeah. bottom and the top. Honestly. I think. I think so. Being in the middle is like literally <laughs> right. the worst. All right. So why, why don't why don't you nominate your top Ike and bottom? My top is Ike. My bottom is a Lear. A Lear. Okay. Uh, I can get behind a Lear being near the near bottom. Near the bottom. Uh, near the bottom. Of what this about list. you? You probably want to put um, Jade at the bottom. Huh? I would put Jade at the bottom and um, Chlo was it Chloe at the, at the top? Yeah, and okay. I, th I think Chloe has a strong case for being number one. You don't have Lucina <clears throat> near the top? You really uh, like Lucina her? would be my second. Okay, all right. So you, yeah. you're making a case for Chloe. Um, Chloe over Lucina, huh? Okay. Yeah. So you got Louie, you've got Vander, mm -hmm. and you've got Bounet. Bounet. Um... Let's see. I think just judging by looks, Bounet is probably near the bottom. Oh, I thought you were saying near the top. He would have. Oh, no, because I don't like the way he looks. He's boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Bounet is near the bottom. And then I would say the next one is probably uh, Vander followed yeah. by um, Louis. So, so, so working be, up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this then, let's see. So you got, you're going to put <clears throat> Jade, two so I have, is I have Lucina. is two. I'm going to go. Three is Ivy, and then first is Chloe. Are I'm going to go Unaka three. Oh, Unaka three. Ivy four. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. Chloe one. Chloe one. All right. Right. So let's put, I will give you Chloe one because she's a new character for Engage, while my character, Ike, that I picked because is one. Because she's objectively the best looking one. Well, Ike is very hot, okay. but he's also returning characters on Ike's. That's true. Not you you have to give the edge. You're giving the edge to right, Chloe. Right, So Chloe so, won. So Ike, Ike is two. Ike is two. Um, your number two was Louie? Yeah, but okay. I think your number two of Yunaka is probably stronger. No, my, no, my number two was Lucina. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Lucina is probably stronger. Okay. And then, then I, I kind of care less, so I'm willing to do like a run <laughs> on yours. Like Louie... Vander. Vander, Bounet. If you want to do that. Okay, so then we got one, Chloe, two, Ike, three, Lucina, four is Louis, five is Vander, six is Bounet, yeah. seven is uh, Yunaka, yeah. eight is Ivy, Ivy. nine, nine is, is Jade, Jade, and ten is Alir. Yes. Oh, that's never good when your main character. Well, remember when we saw the main character? We're totally turned off from this is, game, and then we made fun of it for like a long time. And then, the, but yeah. that's a bad sign, though. It's a bad sign. It it did not like. I was disappointed when yeah. I saw that main character, 
And it made me not really interested in the game until recently. Right. Until I got so bored that I was desperate. And now I know. I play this game. I know. Yeah. So that is very, very telling, isn't it? Wow. We pretty easily knocked that out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, though, now to play this game. <laughs> Again. Um, well, we put I've, out. I've talked myself into this. Yeah. Game, you know? We put out a poll for our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and we talked, just generally, because obviously nobody's played this game yet. So, what. Um, do you enjoy most about the series? Mm. And the options were strategic battles, epic stories, relationship building, and admiring waifus and or husbandos. Yeah. And strategic battles um, took, One took the top in a, in a landslide. And then yeah. Stories and um, admiring waifus and husbandos was pretty neck and neck with relationship building um, coming in last. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I think this makes sense. I think that, that def definitely makes sense. I think when I... Think about Fire Emblem, like the way to describe it to somebody that's never played is like, basically it's playing chess with really hot people, <laughs> like really hot pieces, you right, know? Right, right. And then the core of it obviously is the battle, so right. I, I kind of agree with our community on that. Although right, right. the relationship building makes it, just gives it an edge to make, make it fun because you can like, you know, you, you have this other side of it that's interesting um, in between those battles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with them. Yeah. Uh, Just Camtro said, I'm not planning to get engaged, but I enjoy epic stories. I've never found the same feeling mm -hmm. with new Fire Emblem games as I did with Awakening. That game was so great. I so agree with you. <clears throat> Although I, I've liked the games that come that have come after You've Awakening. liked them all since then. I like them all, but Awakening has been my top Fire Emblem game yeah. and it has never been unseated um, yet. So I agree with Just Camtro that Awakening is, is very special. Yeah, Awakening definitely had something that just you know, reached beyond the normal Fire Emblem fans. Yeah. In ways that even the games since I don't have, think have, I don't think have had quite as yeah this as good, but they're still good. You know, it's, I still really enjoyed all of them. Uh, John Responte says, I will happily be the first to vote for relationship building. Mm. Three Houses was my first real entry into the series and my favorite thing about it has to be the way you get to truly connect with all the characters. Every single one of them has their own goals and motivations that make them feel like real people. Three Houses released right after I graduated high school and was moving on to college. So being able to build relationships with my Blue Lion gang gave me some of the confidence boost Aww. I needed to go out and try to make real friendships with people at college. Oh my gosh, that's really It's an sweet. incredible comment. That's really cool. And I think it makes sense because it takes place in a school. Right. So it like fits perfectly with uh, where I think John was in his life, which yeah. is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's true. Like that relationship building part is really special in, in these games. And I am notorious for keeping a, a relationship notebook, which I right. will be starting for Engage. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Will you be sharing? Will you be sharing it with us? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll share it. I'll share it in the Discord. Oh, good. And then Thomas Weir said, "I'm going to skip a Fire Emblem game for the first time in my life. Mm. This looks like the consolization of Fire Emblem Heroes as opposed to a new and unique chapter in the series. Add to that over-the-top character designs and a whole gimmicky engage system. Pass. Yeah, I was kind of feeling the same way as Tom for a bit. Like it looked, I wasn't really sure exactly what the game was going to." Be and how different it was going to be and if it was going to sort of feel like, you know, a true Fire Emblem, like, mainline game. But I'm willing to give it a try in my I, fast boredom. We got a, a number of comments in the, with this poll that were along the lines of, I might skip it, I'm not super into this. Yeah, so, we were like that too. <clears throat> I think we are not alone in feeling that way. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, again. There's we, something about this game, from the first time we saw it in a direct... 
Like it just didn't quite click with me. I right. didn't get like as excited as I would for a Fire Emblem game, which I'm always like totally over the moon for. Yeah. But again, willing to give it a shot. Um, there are people that are really excited for it. The game is really beautiful, so I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. It might surprise us all, right? Yeah. And again, we had such a lull of games. Like our, the games we've been playing section is maybe like the smallest it's ever been for I this episode. Know. Um, again, yeah, I'm feeling so like, I don't know, I feel like I haven't been able to like bite into a, a really right. like, good game. So I'm, I'm kind of like hooked on something for, for a while. For a game I was very mad on, I'm actually like quite hyped for this to come I know. out. Now I just want someone to talk to about this yeah. and like right. we have our channel that people are excited to talk and I'm like, okay, I just need that. I need the community. Like I yeah. need someone to, like, we all need to play the same game again. We all need to talk about it. Like I, I miss that. Right, you know? right. So anyway. Um, since some people may be going through this math in their head, choosing whether to play kind of the classic mode with the permadeath or oh. the more casual mode, you have done both? No, I'm, I'm always a uh, classic mode kind of girl. Oh, wow. I'm a restarter. I will. Oh, that doesn't count then. That's such a cop-out. You no, can't restart. You might as well just play casual mode. No, it's not. What's the difference? I, re I, I barely lose anybody, but if I do, I restart. Are there are there times where you just let a character go? Yeah. Okay. So it's at your discretion to restart. Yeah, I lost Donnie. <laughs> Pod-headed Donnie. <laughs> this, um, I, I've switched over to the casual mode. This is the only game where because, I'm like again, digging myself into Because, again, if this. I lose Chloe or something, like, I have no reason to keep playing this game. So <laughs> I have no reason to live! <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't want to restart it. I don't, that's, I, I strongly feel like that's a cop-out. Um, I restart, so I restart I, a battle. Fine, so I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's the, they shouldn't call it casual mode. It's just a different way to play it. Like permadeath is, is, is I mean, severe. I absolutely respect the people that do the permadeath. That's, that's a choice. And that's def yeah. definitely a way to play the game. Your heart is pounding when you um, do it. Because even, even if you do restart, it's like a significant time commitment that you basically right. have to. Yeah. You know. it's, it's not for everybody. You have to be very careful yeah. if you play a different way than you would in, in a casual mode. Yeah, so there's absolutely no judgment for people choosing mm. to play yeah, I don't judge. the casual mode. Yeah. But I'm a I'm definitely I've never ever played a Fire Emblem game in casual mode. I've only played in hardcore mode. So <laughs> it's a cop out. You're the one who should get judged. No. Yes. It's not a cop out. Not at all. Uh, we'll see what the people have to say. Not um, at all. all right, shall we move on to story time? Yeah, let's. <clears throat> okay, wow. Let's so, take you through this. Um, yes, so we mentioned at the top, uh, we had a close call with Smash Ultimate before it was announced. Mm -hmm. um, this took place in a Nintendo Minute video called uh, Nintendo Minute The Winter Competition, yes. which aired uh, February 9th, 2018. I don't know why I'm saying this. You can't look it up. The video's gone. Uh, oh. It's important, though, for a few reasons. Um, it's called the Winter Competition because it took place during the Winter Olympics, yep. which happened in Korea that year, and we wanted to do a fun video kind of following that style. Right. Like, people were talking about the Olympics, so we were like, oh, we'll do like a fun winter competition in these yeah. different videos. We did, I think we did, we did like a triathlon. Yeah, we did um, shield surfing in Zelda, we did a Mario Kart race, and then we did um, something in Odyssey. Mario Odyssey, yeah. where you're like bouncing around. Right. Um, so obviously we could not use the word Olympics. Yeah, it was really funny um, if you watched the video. Um, some clips here. 
yeah, we, we actually did work on the Son Mario and Sonic Olympics games, mm -hmm. and we learned that working on anything Olympics-related is a disaster. Yes. You basically, you basically can't do anything. The is crazy. They're yeah. maybe the craziest people ever. Yeah. And you have to be really careful. So there's like a lot of tongue-in-cheek like moments where I'm like, so there's a lot of talk right now about <laughs> competition and about, sports. About something. And it sounds ridiculous <laughs> because we couldn't say it, but I was trying to make it funny. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of that right. kind of language in that video. Now I'm wondering, so we, I have a question since we have such a global audience. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, are you just really annoyed that it's called the Winter Olympics? That's true. It's actually happening during your, your summer. Your summer. Or vice versa. The Summer Olympics are happening when you're freezing. That's true. This yeah. is not thoughtful. This is supposed to be for a global audience, if and yet you like, call it that? If the Olympics are for like Half the world? Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't count? And you have people from those countries representing right. their country? That's Come on. Fair. Yeah. Maybe we should just call it like the that month, like the December Olympics or the... July yeah. Olympics. Come on, Olympics. No, no the wonder, Olympics are, no wonder need, nobody cares anymore. They need like an overhaul. It's yeah. a little, it's kind of terrible. After, these, after these last Olympics. It's ooh. terrible. Anyways. Um, so, again, remember, February 9th. That's important, again, for another reason. Yes. Which was we were announcing Smash Brothers Ultimate about a month later mm -hmm. in a Nintendo Direct that aired on March 8th. Yeah, it's almost exactly a month 2018. Later. Yeah. And, Hype was real. And at that point, um, we all knew in the company mm -hmm. that the Direct was coming. We were yeah. working on it. Uh, we knew that Smash was going to be announced. Um, the hype was really it was intense. Like over the top. It was like more intense than I've ever seen it right. before. There were so many rumors and right. so much right. speculation from people. And again, typically the Direct happened in February, so people were starting to get really like, like antsy, antsy and yeah. like grumpy and snapping at each other. There's mm -hmm. all these rumors, like, oh, you're wrong, no, you're kicked yeah. out of this. I hate yeah, you, whatever. Right. And then there also was like on the Nintendo internal side, we were on like major leak watch right. at this moment. Right. Like everybody was like hyper, hyper, hyper like vigilant yeah. about anything potentially that could go out from any of our official channels, even right. if it was even if it was like another post about something, if it had right. a whisper, teasing something, right, hinting at something, and we had gotten the finger wagging right. like a couple of times um, leading up to this because Smash is such a big thing, yeah. and there was all these expectations, right. like with Sakurai wanting it to make make it the announcement like really perfect, obviously. So we had gotten like the lecture many times that was like, you guys need to like scrub your social, right. make sure all of your content does not hint or in an unintentionally hint in any way towards Smash. Yeah. Like you will be in big trouble if you let anything like that slide. Right, right. Um, so in this video, back to the video, um, since we were trying to emulate the Olympics, at the end we needed to uh, put a gold medal right. on the winner. And I think you had um, a medal that just happened to have it had a smash, a smash, logo on. a smash ball. Yeah, it was a on huge, the like gold medal with a smash ball <laughs> right, logo right. on it. And when we were filming it, it didn't resonate as an issue. I think we were just like, oh, like it'll be really small, like 
you know, we'll see it in the edit. It's not going to be anything. Yeah. Like, people will just get it's a metal, and it doesn't mean anything. But then we, so we filmed it, and then we saw the first cut of this video, and I think we were both like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Again, we had gotten the lecture. Yeah. So we were, like, a little bit scared. We were scared. Um, as we should have been. And we were absolutely scared when we saw this video, where at the end, I won, by the way. Um, you not, didn't win. not a lot's changed uh, over the oh, years. Man. <laughs> In a sweet 3-0. It's gone now. You can't prove that at all. It's on a Facebook page. It's not it's somewhere. there. It's, it's on, on a, Wii U It's somewhere. on a 3DS. <laughs> it's gone. These records are wiped. It's not. But anyway, we saw that first edit, and it was like, we have to do something. And it was like, well, what can we do? Like, we can't, like, you have a huge hole. The video just ends. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah, but the whole back part of the video was, like, us saying, like, so-and-so won. And, like, this is the score. Right. And, you know, it was, like, the outro. So, yeah. like. You had to do something to, like, to pay off the victory. And I think we also got that edit kind of late, later than normal. Yeah. So we couldn't reshoot we it. We were really behind. Yeah. It, it was, like, Thursday yeah. or something So we, like, like sat that. down. The editors like, look. This is what's going on. Like yeah. you need to like make that thing disappear. Disappear. Um, so like they turn around another fast edit, but they didn't get really do. They tried to like blur it. I think in the first. Or they or they like zo they like zoomed in. It was like half crop, but you could still you can very clearly see what it is. And especially when it was zoomed in, it was even more noticeable. That yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just bigger. <laughs> right? Or they like half pixelated it, but, it, but that was like drawing your attention to it. Like, yeah, what's you're that? Like, why is that yeah, there? That's, yeah, that's it's like yeah, if weird. you pixelate something, someone's yeah, gonna ask. Is that like a some... bare butt on there or something? <laughs> or like what? <laughs> what's going on here? Eggplant emoji. Um, so again, we set them down again. It was like. No. 11th hour. This is like Thursday. Our jobs are our jobs are on the line. <laughs> like we can't release this video. Like we can't. Right. Like we can't have um, one this week. So I think they got the message because like as I was putting on the metal, wearing the metal, there's just this huge graphic yeah, that we'll was like put, we'll put the video. Kit first place. Yeah. That went for like the whole Winner. Yeah, that went. But it was so awkward because you never leave a graphic on. Like, yeah. It just looks so awkward. Right. And you can still see like the metal. I could see that I was wearing it. You the, could see the little strap. The strap of the metal around your neck. And then just like right over yeah. your entire like chest area was yeah. this like huge, really kind of ugly yeah. like graphic that they just whipped up. You but know? you couldn't see it. And I mean it was awkward, but it was like it. It, it did the Who job. Cares it did at the this job. Point. Right. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yes, let's do that. Um, put the video out. But I, for some reason, I was really paranoid about this. Like yeah. they're gonna upload the wrong version. It's gonna yes. have the old one. So we were like checking it. Like I was, I was like, super we're paranoid. Get, we're gonna get fired. Like I'm not a paranoid person. I got really paranoid about it's this. Or, we were so scared. Or, like people are gonna find a way. Like they're gonna put it through some filter, and you can yeah, see you it. Can like, see I know. It. I was like, this, these someone's. Are, to see like and then they're gonna be like oh they're, he's wearing a they're covering it up because it's, because a, secret. it's a secret they wanted us to find out and we're gonna know it's smash brothers because everybody was so worked up yeah people were so worked up like it, it would have been bad it would have been a huge problem if 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 that smash Just ball like had been seen because there was no reason there was no reason for smash to be included in that video we wouldn't even play a smash game in at there. all there was no smash we game. didn't play smash for a reason because we didn't want to hint at smash exactly yeah so so, so they would have caught on to it we would have been we would have gone to, In, we would have gone to solitary confinement. I, I think they would have canceled the show. <laughs> the whole. Canceled us. Canceled the show. Cancel everything. I don't even know. Cancel the game. Cancel Smash Brothers. I, I can't. I like, I'm like, my knees are like yeah. weak so, thinking about I like, wonder, the consequences of if, if we didn't catch yeah. that. I wonder if people are thinking that we're like blowing this out of proportion. But that was absolutely the, the mindset. The atmosphere at and, Nintendo. Yeah, maybe you had to be there, but... 
that's how yeah. people were feeling. That's how people were feeling. And like, if you think afraid, back, if you think back to what the fan conversation was like in that time, right? And like, imagine any Nintendo Direct now and times that by like, you know, five thousand. Yeah, because people were so like pent up about Smash. Um, and they, I mean, it was very obvious that it was going to come like any day, any day now. So yeah. I think people were just, yeah. the anticipation had gotten so right. heightened. It was such a terrible time, honestly, because yeah. we just lived in fear. We like lived, walked on these eggshells. It, it would have been our like burning chibi robo moment, which would, which would not have been good. Um, but you know, we're going to, we're going to be getting into that, you know, we're getting close to this direct hype zone. I know. A, like. What, what is it now? It's like mid-January. Yeah, February is We're going to be there soon. We're going to be there soon. I mean, right. we're not going to be there soon. Right, but, but imagine if we got to February and then people had to wait another month. Yeah. This is how people were just Yeah, it was kind of like last year when um, there wasn't a direct... Remember we said there wasn't a direct like in that June yeah. time frame? Right. Because they skipped E3. Uh-huh. And then people got really upset and then they did like that indie showcase instead and right. people were really pissed. It's like that kind of thing again. People get real worked Bakugan? up. Bakugan? Then there's Bakugan. Oh boy. Paper Mario and Bakugan. We shall not speak of the unfortunate <laughs> incidents of Bakugan. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely like one of those... It, 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 it was, it's very serious. Like yeah. It's funny now, and it seems so stupid, and it is, and insignificant. But at the time, it, it would have probably cost us like our jobs, or we would have. it would have been like significant consequences. Yeah. Um, like it would probably result in like the, the show getting canceled and all sorts of all sorts of. Um, I'd be in jail, Nintendo jail. You'll be in jail. I wouldn't be able to get out. No, <laughs> locked up for life. Yeah, with the ninjas <laughs> patrolling you and giving you like gruel yeah, to eat every exactly, day. And exactly. Exactly. You can social media from in there from your call you on that phone. <laughs> uh, but it didn't happen. It didn't so happen. There's, so there's a, I don't know if it's a happy ending, it's just an ending. It's just an ending. <laughs> it just happened, just, yeah. And then the direct came out and the yeah. game got announced and we all breathed yeah, there was no a leak. sigh of relief right. for not having it, for it, for it not leaking. And um, and it was all, was all was well for a little while. Right. But uh, that, was, that was a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, on to happier things, including what we are playing, which as I said, is a really light, uh, yeah, it's been, again, we've been in like our dabble mode since the beginning of the year. Uh, actually, since like December of last year. Um, so we've both been still chugging along with High on Life. Now you have... Have you have you finished this yet? I'm pretty close to the end, okay. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I will finish it because I'm just so close now. You said that you kind of, like, you're kind of done I, with it. I fell off, yeah. You're done with I it. I think okay. I got, I looked at I looked at a guide to just see how long the game was. I think I got maybe two thirds oh, yeah. through. Oh, yeah. And then I hit kind of like an important, I mean, the game thought it was an important story beat. Yeah, it was. It was a good. That was quite a lot of exposition and a lot of talking and a lot of like, you know, the game has this lighthearted, like goofy tone. It was like, it got kind of serious. And I was like, I don't, I'm not sure this game knows why I'm here. It's not for this. Right. It's very Rick and Morty. Okay. I, I think, yeah, because they do have like, 
these really zany situations that the characters are in and they sometimes they have like real serious stuff right. and they like drop in and you're like, oh, this is like dark. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it is. It kind of feels a little bit dark and yeah. there's a lot of talking though. Yeah, it's a lot of talking and it's like, I liked it because it was this kind of light breezy thing where it's like, yeah, yeah there was talking but you were doing stuff where you were, we were talking and this was just like stand in place. Yeah, but you, you cannot were at move. the Space Applebee's. You did go to a Space Applebee's which I'm very interested in. That Space in. Applebee's was pretty awesome. They must have licensed the Applebee's name. They must have. And there's actually like menu, menu items, items that you can order. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested in this. Yeah, there's like some weird stuff with, I think, with like the creator and like fast food stuff. Because there's oh. another thing that he did around like the Szechuan sauce at Oh, McDonald's. was that one of his things? Yeah, I remember that was yeah. like trending. Right, and like right, McDonald's right. was like, we'll make it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the next season. Okay. So there must be some like, he has like a... Thing, I guess, for mm. like weird fast food yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the Applebee's thing was really, it's really weird. Um, there's a lot of talking. And then, yeah, I, so I'm beyond that now. Um, sort of in the, I think in the final phase of the final right. know, chapter of the game or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably finish it up um, this week and then play Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a shame I couldn't finish it, but I... I just don't like it when a game kind of abandons the thing that it's been doing for you and doing well yeah. for a number of hours, especially in such a like in record record scratch of kind of way that's yeah. like, well, now you're just wasting my time and mm. I've lost okay. I've lost the will to continue. Wow. You know? Your will to continue <laughs> in dramatic. games is very like short fuse. I don't want to. Fuse is very when short. I, when I feel like my time is being wasted, it's like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Games, people. Don't waste my time. Don't I'm waste my I'm time. I'm looking at you. You're wasting my time right now. <laughs> well, clearly nobody's wasting anybody's time. We're both here. Uh, you've been playing some Playdate games also. I have very behind on my Playdate oh. games because, you know, they do a weekly drop, right? Yeah. So I had lots of little presents to open. Yeah. And then I was... I'm really in this mood right now, though, lately, where it's like, I just want these ambient game experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to play a game and I want to play it sort of in the background like I don't want to mm. really like park myself in front of you know in front of my you know projector and then like play this like really involved game like I don't have the energy for it right now I don't know why so the play date stuff is actually perfect because oh. it's it's perfect for that like you're it's like a tiny little thing you can just like pick it up put it down you yeah. can watch tv in the background mm -hmm. or listen to music in the background and just kind of hang out and I tried some of the the new ones that they dropped, and they're they're pretty good. There there is another like golf game. I'm like, what's the deal? See, I'm onto something. With golf, the zany golf genre this is, is called exploding. executive golf, and it's I do hilarious. Like and you like hit these golf balls like it's yeah. almost like pong. Oh. You hit it through the the floors of an office building. Yeah, and try to get to the top. You start oh. at like the bottom. So this gets a thumbs up. It's pretty cute. Executive golf. Okay. Executive golf. Um, the other one I played was. I can't remember the name, but it was a dog delivery service. Oh, I forget the name. I didn't like this one so much. And it's like a match three kind of game. Yeah, and then yeah. you kind of, it's almost like Tetris. It, it's, it felt like a very like standard yeah. puzzle game. Yeah, but I like the dog. The dog's real cute. Sure. So that was good. Yeah. And then the other one I played, they, the game title screen doesn't even have a It title. doesn't have a name. It's an eyeball. I know which one you're talking thing. about. I liked this one. And it's a puzzle game, very clever. You basically have these like like openings and these circles, and you have to move this like little marble. It's through. like a marble in a hamster wheel. Yeah. And you turn the crank to turn to the wheel. To turn the wheel. Right. And then the direction you go 
controls the direction of the little marble. Right. And so you had to get, like get it through all these obstacles. It kind of reminds me when you're a kid and you get those games where it's like that ball in a maze. Oh, sure. And you're like fiddling with it trying yeah. to get that ball yeah, into yeah, yeah. the hole in the middle. Uh -huh. It's like that. Right, but, but it was all crank to all just crank. turn. Yeah, and it's like, it's very like sensitive. Like you don't, if you turn it like a millimeter too much, yeah. it like yeah. hits the barrier and you right. start over. Um, real cute. I. Real fun. It got a little bit hard, hard, a little bit fast, and my issue was, so, you know, the, the hamster wheel is like a circle in front of you, but the crank is not oriented the same way. That's right. You so, have to, you, your directions can right. get messed so up. So I would get spit into another hamster wheel, and I'm like, which way do I turn it? And I would turn it, again, like half an inch the wrong way, and I'd die. Yeah. Like, oh, no. I know, you have to So learn. maybe there's just something in my brain that needs to click to know. Yeah. Which direction to go? How to get reoriented? It's like right or left versus like up or down or whatever. Right. Which is like a right. thing that's kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one was fun. So yeah, I've been like dabbling with some of those. Um, but yeah, it's nice to like, like even if you don't turn it on for a while, you go back to mm -hmm. the play date and then like you got all these new yeah. things to check out and it's fine. Like yeah. it's like very simple, like little small experiences mm -hmm. and it's it's just nice to like have a little thing that you can just kind of carry around or, or right. play in the background right right um so i've been quite enjoying that you know okay it's nice to have these little background games. yeah one more game that i oh um, that i beat you beat melatonin oh you beat it i beat it good so good yeah yeah i really liked it i think um yeah it it it's like such a um like fun way to modernize the rhythm game genre because it de definitely has like a bit of a rhythm heaven feel yeah. to it. But even like the fun little things that you dream about are very relatable to like everyone's life. Um, like you dream about like money and like dating and like, you know, that kind of stuff. So you, you feel, it feels like very, almost like a diary, but in a mm. rhythm game format. Um, so I really liked it. And the ending, the, it was really cute. Like you sort of spend the night dreaming and then the very last level you wake up oh you kind of do like a whole like um like it does all the mini games together in one big long rhythm game yeah so it's very very clever okay yeah good i recommend you said you also got the mobile version of vampire survivors or, I or did. have you not i did thoughts I did, I did. on I did. that it's hard. Mm. I think it's harder than the getting getting version. the movement right is. I like can't move my finger like yeah. fast enough. I do like that it's vertical. I think that's pretty cool. Um, the ad stuff that you were talking about is like super clever. I wish I can unlock. Um, right now, I still haven't unlocked the character that I like to use. The Who most, is that? Which is the one that like shoots out those like little diamond. Oh, things. that one. What's yes, her name? I forget her name, but yeah, yeah. She, she has the weapon that bounces around. Yeah, yeah. basically, it's like it. It's like a like a like if you play pool, it's like, like a it, ricochet thing. Yeah it, yeah, it has like these angles that it bounces around. I just I like that one because like you have a, a better chance of escaping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can like go back and collect the little blue things. Um, so I just have the first character with with the whip right now, and I feel like it's really hard to like change direction. It kind of is. That's my yeah. only yeah my yeah. only thing that's I'm still playing it, but it's. I think it's harder than the console version. That version's already pretty hard. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did pick up the DLC for that, but I haven't had a chance to, oh. to try it yet. So oh. maybe soon. More impressions on that. All right. Um, well, hopefully, we'll have a big uh, Fire Emblem update next week. Yes, that would be it. good. Yeah. All right, time for news. Um, Ubisoft came out mm. uh, with kind of a bummer of an update. 
uh, on a number of fronts. So they said, here we go. For the sixth time, they have delayed Skull and Bones, this pirate game. Mm. Uh, they have canceled three more unannounced games. And they have said that Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope underperformed. Yeah. Also, Just Dance underperformed. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot. <laughs> Ubisoft, that's, that's not great. That's so sad, because Mario um, Plus Rabbids was such a great game. I'm so disappointed that it underperformed. It's really unfortunate. Just Dance, I feel like that genre is like going away, you know? So I can, I can see how that is maybe more yeah. expected. The Wii version finally fell off. They always like made the 15, Wii version. 15 years later. How can they still make sales, the Wii version? Sales on the Wii version were a little soft. Yeah. Know? Maybe the GameCube version can... Pick it up. Can maybe, yeah, seriously. Let's just go backwards in <laughs> Yeah, time. we're just going to keep going backwards. Game Boy version right. of Just Dance 2024. Um, yeah, the Mario and Rabbids thing, I'm trying to think, like, what was it? Because it seemed like that first version did great. Yeah. But that was also, like, at the launch, and people were just excited for anything. Anything Switch. And yeah. I think there was, like, a real novelty to, like, Mario and Rabbids, and it's good? i got to yeah, check that out. Yeah, and it's, like, this different kind of, like, strategy. Right. Yeah. So I guess, like, just... Some general fatigue around that idea. Yeah, and I wonder, like, what did it launch? What was also launching in that window? Do we remember? Um, well, I mean, it was uh, October, October, so it was busy. Bayonet, Bayonetta. Bayonetta was right there. Yeah. Maybe more people chose to get Bayonetta. I, I don't know. Say, yeah, maybe the the timing of yeah. When it launched. I mean, you'd think a game with Mario would you know do fine, but yeah, um, yeah. This, this just really makes me wonder if there are going to be more of these games. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ubisoft just has carte blanche to make any Mario game. It's, it was, no. you know, specifically it was specific this. To this, right? So, right. but what is? I mean, they they also kind of hinted at this upcoming restructuring. So I wonder if they're going to look at their entire portfolio. And well, here's I'll just read this quote that they had in this yeah. announcement, which was um, the company's facing major challenges as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long lasting titles that can reach players across the globe, across platforms, and business models. So... So no, do, they, they, do they mean that it's shifting towards, like, only AAA titles get sort of the light of day and these smaller, like, second-tier games or whatever they want to yeah. call it? I feel like have a chance anymore. They, I feel like they, they did have reality? some dabbly sorts of games. Like, they had a really weird, I think... Um, I think it was a go- one of the Tom Clancy games. I think it was either Ghost Rainbow. Recon or, or Rainbow, Six, Rainbow that, Six that felt tonally very like it was like extreme extreme sports version of Ghost Recon, which just seemed weird. I'm sure that game didn't do well. Yeah. Um, this was also one of the companies that was kind of dancing around NFTs and experimenting with that, which mm-hmm. obviously nobody wanted. Yeah. Um, sure. But I mean, they do have these mega brands. You know, with the rest of the Clancy stuff and Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. so I, I so kind of maybe they're shifting their resources to just focus on like mainline stuff like that. I mean, they've been pumping those out, and they seem to have a popular version of both Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six. They're like ongoing games, right? Um, and they they already announced all of their Assassin's Creed yeah, projects, right? Unless right, they right. go and cancel them, I don't know. I don't think they would, it's, though. It, what's funny, though, is you know they talk about long-lasting titles, but they've also been very public in saying this next Assassin's Creed is not going to be a long... It's going to be very focused, smaller in scope. Right. So it's like, did you just shoot yourself in the foot by saying this? Like, nobody wants this game we're making. It's not even out yet. But what do they mean by long-lasting titles? Do they mean, like, a long-lasting franchise? I think they're thinking of, like, a Fortnite, where it's like, 
There's oh, a, games and, like a game for service endle- kind right, of thing? endless content being constantly released Ugh. sort of thing. Not everyone has to do that, So, honestly. I think that's... But seriously, not everyone has to do that. Don't play in that pool, you know? I think it's an oversimplification because, I mean, that's absolutely what they did with the last Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, it was a way too big of a game to begin yeah. with. We've all finished that game. And there's like a million things It was like 80 hours just to like critical path that yeah, game. Yeah, bare minimum. And then they kept releasing content for it over and over. And I think by the end, people were just super bored. burnt out yeah. and bored. I think with that kind of game, there's only, there's like so much threshold you have, you know, before someone wants to move on to a different world. Right, right. Like the whole point of that, that series is that you get to explore like all these cool, like historical moments in different places. So no one wants to play yeah. like the same thing for a long yeah. time. The additional content they put out for that also didn't feel that compelling right. once you've beaten the game it's like oh you've got more like town design options or there's mm-hmm. this like like limited time event yeah it's like, eh. it doesn't really give you like a good reason to go back at all so unlock more tattoos for your characters it's like, it's like but i'm done with this why would i come back so maybe right. maybe that's something they can get right but, yeah the but balance it, of that yeah but i mean it does seem like the the kind of game of service version they have of, of ghost recon and rainbow six are doing well um I wonder if they could do, I, I don't know. I, I, I still think of those games as like the big, you know, release, you know, kind of like Call of Duty still is. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is coming out on this day, but they also have Warzone, which is the ongoing version. Maybe there's a balance they can do with those games, mm-hmm. those shootery kind of games. Um, and then the Skull and Bones thing is just embarrassing. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Maybe they've just sunk so much into it. Like we can't, yeah, we, we can't pull can't the plug now, it. but... Yikes. Oh, that's, that's Sick be time delayed. A huge drain of resources, too. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. This development just being dragged out over how many years now? I remember when that was announced. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like a cool looking pirate game. Yeah, I remember that. Game. Yeah. Um, People love a good pirate not, game. Not so much, though. So, hmm. seems like it's tough times for them. I know. It's too bad. Yeah. Hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, we also heard about. Uh, an event that Xbox is doing, the Xbox Developer Direct. Oh, boy. Which is coming January 25th, which is, uh, what's that, next week? Yeah. Um, so they are giving people an inside look at um, Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. Oh, yes, Redfall. And they specifically said that Starfield will not be included. Mm-hmm. But they said, to dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive... Into Starfield, a standalone show yeah. is in the works. Title direct. Our prediction. Holiday release for, Holiday for release. Starfall. Get delayed, might, yeah. might be coming true. Might be coming true um, for sure. What do you think of this? Well, we, we had a discussion about how calling it a developer direct is a little bit dangerous. I just think it's tacky. I don't, I don't yeah, know why tacky. I think you it's would... a little dangerous. I don't know why you would need to do why that. Why would you associate yourself with something that people have the highest expectations towards? Right. You know, it's like, it's just... It's not going to be go well for you. Some someone's going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, people expect a certain degree of news to be shared. People expect it to exactly. be shared in a certain way. They expect the pacing to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you're locking yourself into that. But also, I, I imagine that Xbox wants this to be a regular thing that they're going to yeah. do over time. So why not come up with like a, a good brand name for that you could use? Yeah, that you can own and you can yeah. you can manage fully. 
versus like now now direct is just like Kleenex, where it's just like the generic name for this yeah, thing. Exactly. Um, and it was kind of like funny when like Devolver did it, or there was some like there's like the cozy direct. It's like oh yeah. that's cute. That's cute because they're like indies, right? Though. It's like you're yeah. a huge publisher, and, and this is like a major competitor right. to Nintendo too. So it's weird yeah. that it's like you're giving them that nod of the cap of like, oh, there's, there's, there's no better way to do it than call it a direct, so we're just going to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's a little bit strange. Yeah, but beyond the naming, um, yeah, we were predicting that, well, we were predicting and hoping that they would start showing some, giving us some news, even if they have sort of a down, bit of a still a down year. Well, it's nice to see it, you know. Um, these aren't like, Fable games, obviously, are to that caliber, but they're still games that I think people are interested in and, and interested in learning about. I actually forgot about Redfall. Um, yeah. That game did look pretty interesting to me when I saw it last year in the in the showcase that they did. Um, it seemed pretty pretty cool. So I'd like to see more of that one. That was probably that one's probably the only one that um, I'm I'm curious about. Yeah, you know, the other half of the naming it says you know the game creators themselves are going to be presenting new information on this game it feels like it could be like a cross between like a treehouse live and a nintendo direct mm -hmm. where you're seeing like a live demo and yeah you know hearing from somebody that could that could be cool yeah that's great um i think they've said it's going to be about 45 minutes so it's not going to be if you've got four games that's like you know 10 minutes a game yeah um seems like it's a i could see that being cool yeah, yeah yeah but i mean they they definitely need to do something to get the, the hype going a little bit so right. Yeah, exactly. So then yeah. it's good that they're sharing it. And it's good that it's being shared directly from the developers themselves. I think that's, again, one thing that we wish Nintendo would do more of. Um, so it's good that Microsoft is doing that. Yeah. All right. On to our questions from Patreon, of course, every single time. Every single question we get is from our Patreon community. We've got some good ones this week. And we'll start with a question from Brewstash. Has there ever been any discussion at Nintendo in terms of exploring the option of crowdfunding for any projects? I'm thinking if it did, it could have been around the time when the Ouya had a successful Kickstarter campaign of raising $8.5 million, despite the Ouya itself ending up being a flop. On the topic of crowdfunding, Kit and Krista, have you personally backed any projects on crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter or Indiegogo? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cannot imagine that. As a topic of discussion at <laughs> all at Nintendo, they're so traditional and well, like, you kind of can't do this when you've got a lot of money, right? There's, it doesn't look good. It's a it's yeah. a really bad look to be like, well, you guys take the risk on this thing, yeah. <laughs> if you want it exactly. so bad, exactly. yeah. I mean, the reason these companies are doing it because they like they legitimately need the money or they need to know right. that a certain amount of interest is there to make it financially viable. But for a big company, that would be a real yeah, especially for time. Nintendo where they are notorious yeah. for. Like having a lot of savings, a lot of money in the bank, as they say. Right. Um, it's like it would be a very weird ask to yeah. to the fans. I think. I think they would also not like like you. You are. I mean, you're not asking them to help you create the game, but you are ceding some amount of control over to the That's people. Right. Yeah. It's like they're the investors in this project, mm -hmm. so they feel maybe a bit more invested than. I mean, people already feel quite invested yeah, in these properties for some reason. Yeah. But I could see that dynamic getting really like hairy with the development team. Yeah, yeah. Of like, oh well, I invested this money, but this isn't what I expected, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I, yeah, I could I've see that being a certain nasty. amount of control from <clears throat> from that, and yeah. Right. Right. For sure. Um, I, the only game that I've backed is, um, Shovel Knight. Hmm. When they, they first that, yeah. okay. had a Kickstarter. Yeah. I do think that they've really 
like promised a lot though. They may have overpromised. Yeah, to their Kickstarter um, campaign. But I, I do respect them for using that as a, a, a way to sort of build Shovel Knight into like a really, really well-known brand. Like it blew up, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still like super popular. They have so many spinoffs, you know, they have an Amiibo. Like it, it just feels like that was like necessary for them to do it that yeah, way yeah. or else how could it, they have grown that, that IP, mm-hmm. you know? I don't, I'm trying to think, I don't think I've ever <clears throat> done one of these. And I think there's like, like for every Shovel Knight, there's a lot of other examples of this thing went off the rails mm-hmm. or this thing like never came out or this thing was shady. So it's like, you know, normally when these things get to the level of you hearing about them, it's like, oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, well, I'll just buy it then. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep an eye on this and, and I'll just buy it that way. Yeah, yeah. You can still support them through like a right. sale. Because a lot of times the other little like perks that you get aren't necessarily things I'm really sure. that interested in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm still supporting it, but just at a different time frame. Uh, Kai X has the next question. Can you think of a gaming fail that was bigger than the Google Stadia? Oh. I know there have been consoles that were considered failures, but has anything been worse than canceling the entire thing and refunding everyone? Hmm, that's pretty bad. Yeah, canceling the entire thing and re- refunding everybody, and good good for them for refunding everybody. Yeah. Um. Maybe the Virtual Boy. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Like that one, I think not only did it just completely fail, but it also was like quite dangerous for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like from a you know like a product safety standpoint it really was not good right and that that's pretty bad for your yeah. brand um at least the google stadia didn't burn out your corneas so that's good yeah i mean stadia was like it was lull worthy and yes it's extreme to pay back everybody but it also like google was also never really in on this from the that's first true. place and, and it was it, always like the side project it also did not hurt that company at all mm. to do that drastic measure of, yeah. of refunding everybody exactly so Drop i in the bucket i think of something people. like yeah the virtual boy like or like the wii u like that almost sank nintendo yeah like, mm-hmm. or um the sega saturn you know which you know sega was really riding high from the genesis and then the saturn just like the circumstances around that were really bad yeah. and, and they kind of never recovered, they in, never recovered in hardware and they didn't make hardware again really so i i think those examples even though those companies survived and and went on to do good things are are more damaging to yeah. those companies than, than than stadia which yeah. like who was who was really had had very high hopes for that and then in the like first place. again the, the thing about google being completely fine from it yeah. and not really feeling just move on feeling it is is something that or they'll like you know yeah. they'll just like reinvest that technology into youtube or something or into like something 19 else, other yeah. things and like mm-hmm. yeah great um chewy plays nintendo I'm assuming that's NTDO, asks, there's a big culture around Nintendo rumors. I was wondering if there were rumors within Nintendo about games, directs, or any news regarding Nintendo. This is an interesting question. Within the company, were there people spreading rumors or sneaking around for information? Yeah, definitely. Because the the, um, list of people that actually knew you know, unannounced things was pretty small. Right. And they're, um, you know, they're very, Nintendo is very internally, very uh, strict about, you know, you are only supposed to know if you really need to know. They're really leak. You know, they're always looking out for leaks and stuff. Um, So, 
Yeah, there's definitely some people that knew information that you know that they knew information that they would have to be tight-lipped about stuff, and people would try to get it out of them, and or you know try to get them to hint at things.、Um, but yeah, I mean that happened all the time. I think that we were so scared. <laughs> that no one actually told anybody anything. We we're all pretty well behaved. Yeah, like you wouldn't even tell me anything. So, I think、um, I think also、yeah. if like somebody was being really like persistent on that, they would get ratted out. Yeah, and, and taken yeah. care of also. Exactly. Um, because I think the people who had the information like knew well enough to protect it and not you know be loose with it. That's right. Because we were we were told like you know we were so um scared at the consequences of yeah. it. Yeah. There was like such a severe consequence、yeah. for not being careful with the information you were disclosed to know. Yeah. You know? So, so ultimately, I I do think there probably was you know groups that were you know having these discussions or you know speculating, but I I think they were just not the groups that we were intimately involved with. Right. Day to day. Exactly. Because enough because enough of us had the information and were right, and usually we were the first to know. Yeah. Um, because we were the comms team, and then we had to develop all the materials for that. So we were on like. Tip of the spear, kind of thing, right?、Um, and lot、uh, there is sometimes where people have come to us, kind of trying to get information out,、um, just out of their own curiosity. But we were kind of more to just do their job, though. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Which was always funny. Like、yeah. I can't do my job. Like for the poor sales team, I think is a good example. Yeah, yeah.、Like, we really need to set up these、mm. things with retailers. They do like, a lot of leaks, though. They do a lot、yeah. of leaks. <laughs> That's the reason they don't yeah, know. I mean, but then it's like they don't—they can't do their job. Right. It's like we can't set these pre-orders up because we don't know when the next direct direct is going to be. Oh gosh.、Know. Are we announcing the launch date for something in the next direct? Should we? Should we get that ready? And so you're like, um, well, ask somebody else. Ask somebody else. Yeah, that was always the <laughs> ask Reggie. Um, not me. <laughs> ask Doug Bowser. Maybe、ask、he can、Doug. help you. Maybe、out. someone、yeah. can get you like on the disclosure list. Maybe someone can approve for、yeah. you to get this disclosure to get disclosed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would have to get like really high up、right. approval to get take so and so out for happy hour. Maybe things will go well. Loose, <laughs> One thing will lead to another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That that's sort of how it worked. There, we had these crazy <clears throat> disclosure lists for everything. Yeah.、Uh, all right, Captain Alex is next, coming in hot with no joke, the most morbid question we've ever. Oh my gosh!、Uh, so get ready. Here's a fun one. Dot 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 or not. Kit joked about dying on the podcast one day, dying, and it got me thinking. Would you guys ever consider continuing the show with another co-host? If either of you strikes it rich and decides to retire early, does the other continue on with a new co-host, or do you go down with the ship? ABC's live with Regis、oh. slash Kathy Lee slash Kelly slash Michael slash Ryan comes to mind. Where as long as one host stayed, the show must go on. Oh, wow, that's a big question. So, if, if or when I kick the bucket, what are you going to do? Or if somebody leaves, what do you mean leaves? The quits. Yeah. Okay. Someone quits. Don't quit. Well, see, we we named it Kit and Krista, so there's no out. There's no way. Well, Regis and Kelly. Yeah. Kit and Kathy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a real Shirley. Oh, oh, I'll get a real Gus. Krista and Gus. Um. Um. This seems unlikely. This seems very unlikely. I think we would end it together if、yeah. we were going to end it. There was okay. I will share a story about a funny incident where. You were on vacation. We were supposed to film an intimate episode. Oh yeah. 
um, that week, and you had gotten very sick on your way back, like yes. really bad food poisoning. I did, yeah. Or stomach flu or right, something right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. And I remember you called me in a like a sick stupor. <laughs> like you did not sound well. You sounded like you were- While vomiting. Very, like on the yeah. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the bathroom. But you called me and you said, um, we're supposed to film an episode this week. I obviously can't come in to film with you. I remember it was for the NES Mini. Yeah. So it was like it was like a very it was it, like this episode is going to be really good and do well. Yeah, yeah. It was and it was like timely too. It was like right. about, it was like pre right. release. We had this tight window to do this episode. Yeah, yeah. And then you you very like in a croaky voice, very sadly was like, well, maybe somebody else in the office can do the show with right. you. Right. I suggested you do it with Chris Slate, who's the ho who was host who was of, our neighbor and the host of Nintendo Power Podcast. Yeah, and a huge NES fan who could have pinch hit just fine. And you said absolutely not. And I said absolutely not. Yeah. I think we just didn't do that episode at all. Uh, I think we just pushed it out a week because yeah, that episode is oh, there. Okay. Is it there? Uh, well, not well, anymore not on your on your 3ds. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I could not imagine like doing it with somebody else. Like, right, I couldn't do right. it. I was like, no, this is so weird. No, I'm not doing that. Um, well, there was another time, and I think this was maybe like 2014, maybe 2015, actually, where you had one of your close calls of almost leaving Nintendo. Well, that's a different story. And this was an extremely close call. Well, let me, just, let me just, I'm not gonna spoil that, but uh, it did make me think of like, well, if this happened, like what, what are we gonna do? And like, it was very clear, like I couldn't do this with somebody else. There's also nobody capable of doing it either way. That's that so, too. So it's like, no, this is. We're gonna host like auditions and then for that, like some other person? And then that just solidified it like in any scenario. It's like, well, it's, it's a package deal or it's nothing. That's right, right. that's right, yeah. So hopefully yeah. when we strike it rich, we'll strike it rich together. Yeah. And then we'll just have like um, the technology to make AI models of ourselves. Oh no. And that will be the show that you'll never know the difference and we'll be like on a yacht somewhere. Right. Now I have suggested a few times that we do something alone. Oh yeah, Because that's again, fine. We, can't, we can't always get together every sure. day to do something. So yeah. I just wanted to ask you like, can you just post your reaction to this Whatever, like the Mario trailer right. on your personal on social, social media, channel. right? Can you, can you do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. not on the brand channel. I mean, it, it, I mean, it gets re it gets retweeted or gets, gets put on okay. there. Is it? Like I'm still my own person, people. Okay. Like I still have a mind of my own. Jeez. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I think there's. I think there could be a place on the Kit and Krista band for for solo Krista. Or solo kit. Yeah, like what if you just wanted to stream a game by yourself right, for right. a while? Like I'm, I'd be okay yeah. with that. I'm really intrigued by these people on who are on like AM radio and they're just like grinding out hour after hour by themselves. By themselves? Like that is a real That's skill. A skill. I don't that, have that skill. I don't have it, but I, I kind of want to know like how far could I go until I hit a wall and like ah uh, go to commercial. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Play the, the yeah. top ten now. <laughs> Play server to heaven. <laughs> Oh, it's a bad song. Yeah, I know. Or like rush. So they go like cry in the bathroom. Like, I can't do it. I'm a fraud. Back to the bathroom. I'm a failure. Why are you in the bathroom. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I imagine like, what if there's a game that you just hated and I wanted to play it? <laughs> well, it's called Sonic Week, and we're doing it next week. So, or like, like a game like Stray, for example. Like, oh, what if I, wanted... I would. I would join. I would absolutely join for that. Oh, you would join. Yeah, I wouldn't just be like, you do that, loser. I don't care. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that would be you... awful. Oh, I'd show up for that. Okay. Yeah. As a mom? <laughs> You'd be like, don't come. Don't come. Actually, actually, don't come. You're just yeah. to the cat. <laughs> you're ruining the vibe. <laughs> I can read. It's not cozy or anything. I can read between the lines. <laughs> you're not cozy. Look what you've done, Captain oh, Alex. You no. have sown seeds of distrust. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Place there to heaven. Yes. Um, 
Frulio, do you have any advice for first-time managers? Oh. What are some keys to success and things to avoid? Yeah, it's tough when you suddenly become a manager. And again, we were talking about, you know, in, in past episodes, how like it's weird that corporate culture does not give you resources on how to be a training. good manager or training. Yeah. Like usually they just kind of like let you, they, they assume that you could just do it for some reason, which is terrible. Um, when I first became a manager, I think the one thing that I learned was like, it's not my job to try to like try to do things like my way you know what i mean like it's not your job to like micromanage somebody and make them into like your puppet right and, and like they are just supposed to you're supposed to like tell them everything that you want them to do and they're supposed to just do it to a t right. like that is not your job like your job is to listen to the person that you're managing like understand what their strengths and weaknesses are and then like try to help them um, like figure out their way to solve whatever challenge or problem it is. And everyone is going to have a different approach. And maybe it's not the way that you would have done something, but you have to like let them do it that way. Mm -hmm. And whatever way they decide, um, hopefully they have, you know, you have had some good communication about it. Whatever way they decide, you have to support them and you have to like try your best, do everything in your power to help them. Um, like be successful in the way that they chose. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was really hard because sometimes you're like, no, just do it this way. Why won't you just do it this way? And then it's like, no, people do things differently and they're, not everyone's going to want to do it your way. So I had to learn that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I got promoted. So it, the dynamic was I was now managing a lot of people who were previously like my coworkers or my friends or, mm -hmm. you know, just people I was close with. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that was just like the first like self admission I had to do was like my relationship with these people is going to change. Right. Um, it's hard to continue to be like you know Mr. Buddy Buddy with everybody. That doesn't mean you need to be like you know Mr. Hard what about me? Mr. Hardball on everything. Um, but you know there are some times you need to be like you know have a serious conversation with somebody or like tell them when you know things are not going well. Um, so I think I think that would have been. A mistake if I was just like, oh, it's just going to be the same as it was before. Because obviously it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because, like, like you said, you had people going to you saying, what does he think? What does he know? Because I'm just stone-faced with these people. Um, you never changed it with me, though. I no. Well, I think, I think another thing is, like, different. you do need to, like, also, like, really treat people equally. Like, obviously yeah. you have people that you like better than others. Sure. I was like great friends with you, um, much more than I was with, um, a lot of other people on the team. But I, I, but I couldn't like, I couldn't like put that out there front and center of like, well, you're my favorite one. So let me, let me tell you all but about, was, about why you'll never measure up to that. But it's like, no, people want to be, you know, feel like they have a fair shot and be treated equally. Yeah. Um, so that's important. I think also just like sitting everybody down and be like, you know, this is, and like this is who I am. This is like how I operate. Like this is what I expect of you. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Like that's not be very good. like up upfront about it. Yeah. yeah, and just be like put it all out there because otherwise people can make assumptions that might be wrong, mm -hmm. or like ne never know. Like just it's kind just of live, live in this yeah. constant state of like second guessing of like like am I doing does, it the way that yeah, you want? Does this person like, like this? Does this, this not? Like, am not I making like, them mad? I don't right. know. Um, yeah. So it's good to just get you know get out in front of that. And, um, you know, make sure people are very, very clear on it. Um, 
And that's something else that I did, which I, I thought everybody who was a manager did this, but maybe not as just like have regular meetings individually with yeah, these people. Yeah, you supposed to do like a weekly meeting. With like them. there were there were times where I would in a day do nothing but these one-on-one -on -one meetings. Yeah. But I always thought those were very productive because are, yeah. you would kind of get at the heart of what's going on with these people and what their mm -hmm. problems are. Yeah. Um, but you would hear these horror stories of like, oh, I haven't spoken to my boss in like a month. And yeah, like, like I haven't seen what's him. What's the point of having a yeah. boss then? Yeah, <laughs> If yeah. they're not gonna, gonna yeah, talk to you. You are in service to the person you're managing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, that was like another realization I had was, you know, I, I stopped contributing once I got to that point of, in terms of my output a lot more than it had been. It was mm -hmm. like, to use like in a sports analogy, like I'm a co I'm the coach and they are the player. Yeah, you're not out there on the field right. though right. doing so I'm, things. I am not like scoring the points, but I am helping them to score the points, to score the points yeah. in the most like effective, efficient way yeah. possible. And sometimes they're going to score the points differently. You right. have to like be okay with that right. and like, let them do it. But I think know? that's hard for some people who really, like, their identity was, like, I score the points. Yeah. Then, you know, sometimes you don't have to be a manager. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some people are really good at, at being yeah. a contributor. Right, right. So you should yeah. just work to your strengths. Yeah. But at Nintendo, like, it, once you got to a certain that's point, it. It was like you, you had, had no choice. You had to do that. You yeah. had no choice. Honestly, I would prefer to not be. Oh. I, I really liked scoring the points. <laughs> I was really good at it, too. It's about you. <laughs> Like those campaigns were a slam dunk people. <laughs> they were. Wow. I'm proud of them. I think it, you know, some people were I like I was really lucky. Everyone that I managed were were, were like easy, easy peasy. Mm. Um, I had no problem children. So <laughs> I was lucky. Um and yeah, it, it is really funny because I'm actually really, really good friends with all of the people that I manage, and it's hilarious because it's like let me let me just do your review, and then like twenty minutes in, you're like, okay, now I'm your friend again. Let's just like gossip about stuff for oh. ten minutes. Um, yeah, it's it's like that line is so you know it's so it's so thin. Like it's just you know you're on either side of it. Good luck, Frulio. Yes. Uh, Jordan Collette is next. Why do you think Advance Wars decided to delay their game, yet Call of Duty does not? Oh gosh. They made a huge mistake with Advance Wars, I think. Like, they really got freaked out. Well, it was definitely, I mean, hopefully they realize that this is a long-term thing that they're getting into, which obviously it has been. Yeah. Con will continue to be. I don't think they realized that when they did it. I don't know, but I also don't think they really care. Like, if they released this game on, like, the last day of the Switch's life cycle, I think they'd be perfectly happy with that. Yeah. Um, because it's, it wasn't a big game to begin with. And, That's true. That, and, the size of the game is important in this situation. And kind of for them, like where you're trying to schedule this like portfolio of games for the year, it's always nice to have something in your pocket to be like, oh, we're going to put this out now and fill this hole that opened up. Like we were talking about how Nintendo has gotten a lot better at scheduling out their releases throughout yeah. the year. Where it's like be terrible at that. In the, in the first quarter, which we're in now, they used to only have something at the end of March, which meant you had three long months of nothing. Yeah, after the holidays. And, and now, then in the holidays, they would have like two games launched on the same day. Yeah. Like, Why? And now it's really smart to have Fire Emblem now because it's like the holidays passed, most people finish those yeah. games. And, and they're bored. See, and they're hungry like for something new. <laughs> so I think, I, I do think that, they, I, I don't think they're hurting, you know, from this decision at all. Um, I don't think that they thought it was going to be a long-term thing, though. I really feel like they thought that yeah. the... the conversation or like whatever the conflict would would somehow resolve which is silly when you think about what they were 
what they were basing that decision on. Right. War. Yeah. That, <laughs> so that, that part of it feels like kind of a, they may have learned something from that, you know? Right. That, that would have been like the point that I would have made if, if I was in that conversation of like, just let's all just be aware and comfortable yeah. with the fact that this could mean like a year's, years, long years and years delay. And we yeah. would talk about that too, when we would, you know, stop posting on social because something terrible happened. Yeah. Because a lot of times, sometimes the mindset was like, oh, we'll stop for 24 hours and we'll come back. Yeah, and but it's like, like what, what's going to trigger you to come back? Depending though? on what happens, you might not be able to do that. Right. How this news cycle plays out or if there's like right. some follow-up thing that happens or some new so piece of news. you can perpetually be in right. this like dark period. Right, right. Yeah. So that was always like, let's be comfortable with this lasting a long time right. if it does. Um I do think it speaks to just kind of, I, I struggle to find the right phrasing, but it's like, you know, Nintendo does have like the moral high ground of like, yes, we are, you know, an all, all, you know, we're serving everybody. Um, you know, we, we never want to offend anybody. We want to kind of, you know, have this squeaky clean image. Whereas with Call of Duty, it's like year after year, it's like, yeah, we're shooting people. Yeah, we're shooting people from countries that we're naming. You know, we're shooting people from countries that are yeah. in this conflict. There's kind of like a who cares I mean, kind of element a, to a, it. It's a, it is what it is mentality. Yeah. But it's because it's been such a long-running franchise and people expect it. Mm -hmm. And people don't even think for a second about this being in poor taste. Right, right. But if anything Nintendo has done, um, or if Nintendo does anything, they're judged on a different scale. Mm -hmm. And I think they know that. Right. Like if you want to put out that you have a squeaky clean image... You are going to be judged on a different scale than right. someone that has never cared about that image. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's the it's the prison that you build for yourself, right? You know, basically. On on to the earlier point though, like Call of or Activision has a financial need to put Call of Duty That's out right. and not yeah. delay it for two years. Yeah, exactly. Also, which is kind of the the ultimate reason of it. Yeah, business is a business. Um, I did have this thought, the same thought as Jordan Collette. I was like this is the only game to do it. And there's all these other like actual, like realistic war games that, yeah. are, that are just going like, to continue on. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. who cares? Right. Exactly. Right. So it is a strange double <laughs> standard that not a lot of people seem to be talking about or even seem to care about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Cardinal, hopefully I'm pronouncing the name right here. Uh, this is a question for you oh. on behalf of me not caring. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the podcast and the years of Nintendo Minute. I hope it's cold is finally getting better. Oh, it is getting better. Thank you, oh, Cardinal. Nice. And the scary weather in Northern California stops soon. Well, that's still that's going. also better. <laughs> Sunny today. I was wondering if you guys like Harry Potter. Now you see. And if not, have you, and even if not, have you checked out Hogwarts Legacy? It's one of the huge releases for 2023 Q1 and the show... And the showcases so far show a massive open world with numerous mechanics, locations, and characters. As people who understand, who understood games before they released, do you think this huge undertaking by the developer is a good idea for reimagining the world of Harry Potter? Can anyone pull a breath of the wild? Yeah, I think this is the first time that they have done something with the world of Hogwarts where it's this big open world experience. I have been following this because um, I am very interested in this game and wanting to see what it's like. Um, I am a Harry Potter fan. Um, big time. Big time. Yeah, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and I love, you know, the books and the movies. Uh, I love I love that world. I, I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that there's not that many video games around this world. It's kind of like, how come there's a lot of 
video games around like Star Wars, but not Harry Potter. It's like well, the one's same. One's good and one's better. Well, it's not gonna say it. <clears throat> it's like the same thing. It's like a very well built out, you know, like foundation for you to build like, yeah. these cool video game experiences onto. Um, yeah, we'll see. It's it. This is one of those things where like you could really mess it up royally as well because people have high expectations and they have in their brains like what a Harry Potter world should be and, and should feel like and um, what you as the player should be doing. Like that that is something that people have expectations around. So I, I wonder if they're going to pay that off. Like hopefully yes, um, but it's a huge undertaking. I think... Um, so far, it, it looks really cool. I mean, there's there are promising like a lot of, you know, really cool things that you definitely have imagined yourself doing if you've been a fan of Harry Potter. Um, so yeah, I'll keep I'll definitely keep an eye on this, and I think I'm gonna um, check it out when it comes out. As a non fan, it feels to me like the Harry Potter franchise just kind of stopped after the last book and the last movie came out, and I know they've still been putting out new material, but it doesn't feel really very impactful. Yeah. So it's it's just an interesting franchise where it's like, is there just not going to be any more of this? The creator seems to have moved on to just saying crazy things. Yeah, the creator has moved on to being really She's crazy. Nutty. Um, the, I think the people that have taken over um, like the franchise wants, want to distance themselves from right. J.K. Rawlings as well. And it, it just kind of feels like, it does kind of is there like, a, Is there a team in place who is creating something new? Or? I don't know. Yeah, it's like, this needs like a reboot almost yeah. kind of thing. Like it's it's time for a reboot or some sort of Because there was a, to your Star Wars point, like there was a time after the first trilogy and before the prequels where there was nothing. Right. And nobody cared. Yeah. And it's like, is Harry Potter going to be one of these things where I was right. like, oh, well that was cool 15 years ago, but now there's nothing. Right. Like, I really wonder. I think a prequel would be awesome. Yeah. Just totally do that. I mean, this and seems Harry like... Harry Potter's parents... This seems like somebody... Ripe for that. Like, is like, is Disney going to acquire Harry Potter? And then they'll just keep making it. Like, that would make a lot of sense. I think someone... That's exactly what this franchise needs. It's like, it needs, like, someone to take it over and, like, reboot it. Yeah. In some way. Because when we went to Universal to go to the Nintendo store, we went in that... Because you wanted to go to the Harry Potter store. That's so cool. And it, it was like the biggest store there. They yeah. obviously have that crazy Harry Potter section. Yeah, it is so awesome. But that was my takeaway of like, what's what's going on with this franchise? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right, Link is next. Do you think there will ever be a Zelda game with completely original characters? No Link in Zelda. Is that something you would want to see? So what would it be the legend of? Look, it's, I mean... I could see The Legend of Zelda just being in a Hyrule world. Okay. I think there's a lot of other stories that you could tell. There's a cadence of Hyrule, which right? is a Hyrule world-ish thing without a Link or a Zelda. Is there a Link uh, or a Zelda in there? Yeah, there absolutely is. Uh, okay. What are you talking about? I think Who you're talking about something else. Who is the person you play as? Link! No, you play well, there's as a lot. there's a lot of characters you can get in that. But one of them is not Link. Well, that's not from the Zelda series. Okay, Let's get off of that. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, these are big worlds that have, you know, cities and other things happening, and there's a kingdom. Um, I think you could tell sort of a side story or, you know, create some other sort of heroes. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got all these other, you know, you've got people, you know, in the forest, in the water, all these other yeah. sorts of civilizations that could be really fun to, to build a It'd game It would be cool around. to have, like, 
a game just on like one region. Like, yeah. what if we just did a full like Legend of Zelda game on like the Gerudo? That that would be a really interesting. And one. then you can yeah. see like uh, maybe like it's like a Ganon story, right? Because that, that's where he's I mean, from. they've even set up with the four champions. Like, hey, you could do a game on any of those oh, about yeah. like their adventures, their like through the history. Yeah, or their like their what their surroundings or whatever. Right, right. I think the issue is like the process of making Zelda games is as inefficient as it's ever been. Yeah, because we waited six years for this new game. And there was a time where they were doing good with spinoffs, but those were really smaller games. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if that team is really equipped to do something like that. Right. And I don't think they're comfortable saying our next big Zelda game is, is this, this thing. This spinoff. I mean, they won't even do a game where you play as Zelda. I know. I know. Uh, which a lot of people have been wanting. Yeah. It's interesting because it's like, it would be cool if they like gave that IP to somebody else to do like another develop, another studio. Yeah. Um, if they're not able to, but I don't think they. Yeah, if they're going to do, do a, a spinoff, and you know they want it to be a little bit different intentionally. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 hopeful for this, and I think it could be really cool. I think as they continue to build out this version of Hyrule that we're seeing from Breath of the Wild, and hopefully for um, for Tears of the Kingdom, maybe that lends. And we did get those DLC things with the champions right. or whatever. Um, maybe that does lend itself to us like learning more about Hyrule beyond the stories of Link and Zelda. Um, so maybe maybe that's like the setup for the future of the franchise. But yeah, yeah, we will yeah. see. I, I'd be interested. Yeah. Our last question is from The Natrix. Hey, Kit and Krista, I've been reading Reggie's book, which I got for Christmas. And there's a section where he talks about pitching the idea of Metroid Prime Hunter's first hunt demo to compensate for the delays in development and as a bit of a marketing tactic to tease and promote the functionality of the DS. Now that digital distribution is ubiquitous, there are tons of demos available for download, and I'm sure that developing and releasing a demo is a bit easier, but that got me wondering. How much involvement does NOA's marketing team have with initiating demo releases? Was there ever another time like Reggie's example where a game was delayed or perhaps not selling well, so a demo was released to promote more sales? Yes. And? Yes. And? That the, happens a lot. And the example was? What? What? I can't remember. You don't know at all. Was, but we definitely have done that as a marketing tactic. I mean, Do you remember a game? The thing about demos is like, it's kind of like making a smaller second game. And so that was always like the calculus that these, that these developers yeah. had to do of like, you know, maybe we're struggling to finish this game and now you want me to make this other thing that needs to get tested, lot checked, like needs to be like picture perfect to release as well. Um, that was a struggle or something that we would hear a lot from developers of like, yeah, it'd be great to have a demo, but we actually have to make the thing and that's not easy. But I totally remember that, that it, there's been instances where a game is struggling or they're like, no, we definitely think this game needs a demo because no one's going to get what oh. this game is without it. Oh, so yeah. we have to release a demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we definitely did that. Um, yeah. I remember even like around an E3 demo, which seems like if you have a game that's going to be at E3, seems like such a like logical thing. But there were developers like, you need me to make a demo for E3? Like, oh, like a like playable what? demo. Right. Like you need something to play at E3. Oh, like like there's yeah. there's so was, that did, did happen. Like it, I'm just I'm just illustrating how laser focused they are. Like we are making this game and I I'm really not thinking about anything else. Um that was something that our treehouse team would, would, always would push spend for. a lot of time for when they would go over there, like they would negotiate of like, hey, you Can know, you do a demo. We for think this? this game would benefit from a demo. 
um, you know, would you consider that? So yeah. they would really take the lead on a lot of yeah. those conversations. I think a lot of times what worked really well is like a, like the um, the demos that they, they would do for RPGs where it's just like the first chapter of the game and then you can just carry the stuff over. Yes, the Bravely Default games. Yeah, that was that set a precedent. That that was like, like a, an aha a moment. pivotal moment for yeah. demos because there were a lot of times where it's like, uh I kind of don't want to play this chunk of the game twice. Right, that sucks. Yeah, you and don't now, want to waste your time twice. Yes, that is a great innovation in demos. Yeah, and that was then that that sells it into the developers even more because they're like, oh, we're right. just playing playing a part of the full game. Yeah, and um, you know then it's not as like of, of a heavy lift, you know. So Nintendo had kind of a weird history with demos where for a while they were resistant to doing them. This was like early 3DS because it was like, yeah. oh well, nobody's going to buy the game because they're just going to play the demo. And remember, you had like you could play a demo like 10 times or 30 times, and then it would like self destruct. <laughs> it would self destruct, yeah. Whereas I feel like on maybe it was Xbox 360, like there was a big push. It was like every game needs to have. If you're going to release a game on this platform, you have to have a demo. Oh, wow. I feel like they were, I, it may not have been like a hard and firm rule, but they were really pushing everybody, like, you should have a demo. Oh. Um, so it was just such a different like mindset mentality yeah. where <clears throat> Nintendo just felt so like old fashioned of like, we don't, yeah. have, we don't do those. We, we don't, don't have do these. Those. Yeah. Like, oh. like, buy this RPG game that's going to be like, you know. 170 yeah. hours without <clears throat> again, ever learning about what Again, we would show like, hey, people like these, people play these, people still buy these games. I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right, that was the end of the questions. Yeah. Thank you to our wonderful Patreon family for submitting those questions. Um, shall we move on to shouting out our great superstars? We shall. Okay, you start. Aaron Hash. Ben Icorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Jordan Collette. Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Rain Tech. Roy Ashkey. Switching it up underscore. <laughs> Stop on. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft and her pig Molly. Turbo Charge Nerd. Thomas O'Rourke. And Simon Barrera. Woohoo! All right. Thank you, superstars. And here we go with our One Up Club graduation ceremony Aaron Burgundy. Adam and Ainsley. Ajan Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astro Dev. Blazed and Confused. Bookum Dano. Brad SF56. Brookie Kazooie. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tara. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cole. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. Doodoo Face. Douglas Chonix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Ezrato. Farpre 69. Fairbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox Deploy and his dog Bernard. Fred Rossi. Full Combro. Game Hunt 64. Gar. Garrett Holfish. Gordon Sun. Ian Shit. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Julius Westernberg. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kelpshake. Kevin Delane. Krisu? Christopia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Berry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. 
Kyle LaBeouf, Kyler Nelson, Linnell Stickman, Lego My Frogo, Lena, Leviahu, Lil Sebastian, Lit, Mad Dog Five Nine Eight One, Marky Man Sixty Four, Matthew Rewald, Mecha Dragon One Hundred One, Megan, Michael Cravens, Michael White, Mikey, Monster Jordy, Motamania. Mr. Andy Pong, Murph, My Tran, Nasir, Nathan Burkhart, Panda Buns, Paul Gale Network, Piano Psychopath, Prime Factor, Prince Charmless, Quinn Hardigan, Reaver, Ray Chiron, Rayuji Utsuho Okuu, Renee Rivers, Reese Williams, Wright One, R.J. Kern, Rob Osborne, Renana Rex, Rocks, Rianetta. Sam Newland, Sharif Jackson, Shinbrew, Slowbro, Schmills, Shrews. Silly Ferret, Sparkling Salt, Spicy Munchkin, Starholt Productions, Steel Strone, Tefu, Thomas Alvarez, Travis Torline, Troopage, Tugs Puppy Bear, Tusk Oob, Tyler Geis, Video Game Stupid, Virtual Bot, Wicked Davy, Will Ernst, Will Johnson, Zudiver, Zelgaroth, and Zroid. Yay! Yay! We did it. We yeah. didn't leak Smash Ultimate. <laughs> Thank goodness. Woo! Um, all right. Well, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Don't forget to join us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. Help us get to Japan um, this summer. We'd love to go and make some really cool content for you guys. So join us today. If you're watching this on video, go ahead and subscribe to this YouTube channel you're watching now. If you are listening on audio, you can give us a thumbs up and leave a review for us as well. Yeah, and follow us on our other social media channels. We are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. All right, we'll see you guys later. For Sonic Week. Yes, wow. Sonic Week is coming. Okay, bye. Bye.